about your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. That's, uh, there we go. Now that thing's gone. Have yeah. fun. <laughs> Mike, we're going to talk uh, Phillips Sedina, of course. Uh, and of course, our uh, Tampa Bay, Carolina again, Dallas coming up. But uh, before we do that, uh, Mike, we have some business. We got some, uh, some business here. We'll get on the macho tie. Yeah. And then let me get me open. Uh, <laughs> open the ad copy. <laughs> You know what? It's not quite time for the Macho Madness. Yeah, that is college basketball in March, Mean Gene. Yeah, but that doesn't mean the fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook apps, giving all new players a cash $100. I don't know if you heard that, but you get $100 if you do this one thing. It's really easy, and like every basketball team does it. So, new customers, not old customers. Your old hat, you're out. You can bet $1 <laughs> on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. Well, it does have to be a sanctioned game with referees and a television broadcast. No pickup games for you. But it's almost that easy. Uh, so all you need to do is bet that your team hits a three-pointer. My God, if you're in Detroit listening to this show, even the Pistons hit three-pointers. So that's all right. I'll bet all it takes is one single effing three-pointer. One of them. Uh, not to get shot, it has to actually go in the bucket. Uh, being hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $100. Sounds like a no-brainer to me. The slam dunk of an offer. And I like doing a big tomahawk. Yeah. Won't be around forever, so head to the App Store now. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And, Matt, arguably easier than a tomahawk jam at this point is a three-pointer. So it's going to happen. And if basketball isn't for you, this is a hockey podcast after all. You can score when you play hockey, <laughs> soccer, and so much more. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its customers <laughs> since 2012, so they know a thing or two about big paydays. All right, here we go, everybody. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to get your shot at $1 into $100. When you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week, that's promo code THPN for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Michigan, or Virginia only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in $25 free bets. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Virginia, call 888-532-3500. Mike, you know what's not fair? When you, Tell when us, you man. set up When you set up a parlay in DraftKings and you want to turn 5 bucks into $600, and uh, turns out it's not easy to do. Turns out you you lose those bets because it's so goddamn hard to get all the parlays to line up. Gotta get those ducks in a row, mate. Gotta have a I lot just, of white, I, lot of white bread out there. I set it up and then I, I show it to my wife and I go, "Look, if this hits, we're gonna be rich." <laughs> and then know, she just shakes her head and, and you know thinks to herself, "Wow, he's uh, you know there's a doctor unemployed." Uh, I won't call it a documentary, but Uncut Gems, uh, probably something you should check out, Matt. <laughs> so the, close. The Adam Every Sandler night. vehicle uh, <laughs> about uh, parlaying your life into oblivion. Um, Yay! Excellent movie if you haven't seen it. Um, Matt, this has been a, a, a weird 
Red Wing week. Uh, not a lot of content to talk about. It feels like the playoffs have already started. That's how few Red Wing games we've seen. Um, Matt, uh, you know, yeah. we, we got one game. Uh, we got to see Zadina. Uh, for some reason, he's tired of these pucks being in open ice, and he wants to shove them into nets. And he did it twice this week. Matt, in six shots. Matt, uh, quick math, what is his shooting percentage? That is one-third of his shots Ooh. going in the net. Look at Matt with his common denominators. That's what I'm talking about, baby. We don't need deep-cut <laughs> analytics for that. 33% of Zadina's shots are goals. Matt, let's give this man some more shots and lead the league in points. Who's with me? I, I'm with you. Uh, I, I thought it was interesting. I, I decided to go back and uh, find out when was the last time Zadina had this many shots. And um, Mike... Lo and behold, How long last, time he had six, last time he had six-plus shots. Hold on, was, let me guess. Uh, was it a week ago? <laughs> nope. Was it two uh, weeks ago? Nope. Was it this season? Nope. Oh, my God. Man. Okay, what was going on? January 22nd, Mike, of 2020. That's right. Seven shots versus Minnesota. Matt, we didn't, we didn't know what a mask was back then. That was a different era in Red Wing hockey. My God. So how many, uh, did he score in that game? I had zero meaning. <clears throat> what was that? Did he score in that game? Oh, yeah. Just, uh, you missed it. I said two goals. Uh, so He also had two goals in that game? Basically, Zadina just needs to get six shots on net, and this guy's golden. <laughs> uh, it, it begs, you know, it, it begs the, the – the question to be asked, like, what uh, what are we doing here? Uh, <laughs> we, we've we all been saying, I know I know the narrative has changed and we've been making fun of, um, you know, the, the Reddit and Twitter elite that will, um, let's see, twist. Ooh, good good twist shout out for uh, Revolution, by the way. Be the elite. I like it. Go ahead, man. Uh, they'll, they'll twist the narrative for what Zadina's potential is supposed to be because he has struggled to score this year and we're like what you know what he he really hits those boards hard he, he's a grinder like this guy's a two-way forward no doubt and when we picked him up it was no oh, this guy's gonna score goals for us yeah. um so i i do like i i'm tickled by that whenever that happens and it's you know we just keep changing the story for all of our red wings prospects and players because I mean, it makes sense, right? You don't want to lose hope. You you want to sell the brand. You want to say, yeah. no, everything that we've done so far is perfect. Just so happens we have you know, a terrible coach that keeps running this A-plus team into the ground. Anyway, all right, I'm being mean again. Let me pull back. Well, let me say but, uh, that uh, one of my least favorite well, hockey idioms is uh, guys who crash the boards. Uh, if only because, for me, when I ice skate, that's the only way I know how to stop. So. <laughs> It, it doesn't sound complimentary. It sounds like something I do. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, yeah, the, w the way I wanted to finish that thought was this was Zadina looking like the Zadina we were supposed to get, right? Because this wasn't just like – this wasn't him in, in the front of the net knocking in a rebound where the goaltender's out of position. I mean, this was Zadina sniping over shoulders. This was Zadina whipping, whipping his whole body around to get – you know, the right amount of velocity on these shots. Like this yeah. was, these were goal scorer looking effing goals that almost as good, Mike, as our points per 60 leader on the team, Sveshnikov, a couple of nights ago when he was, 
when he was throwing his whole body into a shot. Um, Man, you talk about whipping it out. Let me tell you. <laughs> I look. This this is the thing, and and Sedina said it himself. But I I I said my quick analysis on Twitter was. Um, I, I think Sedina going forward should operate with a DTA. Don't trust anybody. Stop passing that puck and just whip it at the net. I mean, it, it comes back to those. Um, we were, we were so upset about, uh, I forget who it was against, but it was that overtime, uh, the three on three Zadina passes up a shot and then the puck eventually oh, comes back to God, him. That killed me. Yeah. Uh, and, and it goes off the heel of his stick um it's it's just one of those things where it's like all right this this guy it's it's got to get wrapped in there right it's it's time to shoot the puck so mike i think obviously at this point you get two goals on six shots we're, we're ready to pat someone on the back obviously it's time to pat jeff flashel on the back for a job well done developing this guy into the primo goal scorer that oh, he is man. oh my god Can you what uh, what a goal scoring guru that guy is let me tell you <laughs> No, I just what I uh, obviously we just here. Uh, I think if you were to play, you know, the whole season against Jeff, uh, and and why wasn't he giving Zadina the, <laughs> you know, the the green light? Like, go ahead, just fire the goddamn puck. Um, but it, it this is why it's so tough, right? This is why it's so tough to measure development. If if this was something that Jeff had been working on, we don't know. If he had been telling Zadina night after night, you need to shoot the puck more, man. You've got the skill to do it. Stop passing. We don't know. That this my my point till till Jeff is finally gone. Again, we recognize he is not the coach of the future. He will yeah. be gone. But these um I, I like where how Ken Cal put it when he was guesting on the show. Uh, he said it like it's a weak argument. It's it's an argument with zero evidence. It's it's a lot of conjecture it's a lot of like well this didn't happen so it probably means that jeff didn't do this and again we're not sitting here saying that he's coach of the year we we know he makes bonehead decisions including mike going empty net with five minutes to go in the game but it it's it the problem is there's too many people making correlations that really don't connect you're just kind of hoping that the idea you're creating exists and then you are selling that as you being a hockey guru and it just it it makes no sense. And and this is me making my joke about Blashell and his development abilities, which obviously you know through the roof with Zadina yeah. now. Um, um, I'm developing an ulcer right now. Uh, but I, I had a I had a quick. Well, I just to, yeah. That, I'm just saying my my jokes. That is the flip side of the argument for me to go. There's zero evidence <laughs> that he did anything to develop Zadina. There's like it's just. Either side. There's no real evidence. It's just that we Man, think. That, I'm going to go the with the, the recency bias and say, well, he definitely developed him. He developed him into okay. a two multiple point a night guy. Uh, just look at the tape. <laughs> uh, Man, I have a hot uh, line change question for you here. So, Zadina, mm -hmm. does he fall under the same category where, you know, when Larkin hits the ice, it feels like You'll see it, especially on the power play, where, all right, Larkin, you know what, man? We just need you to shoot more. But also, you're our best playmaker, so we also need you to pass more. And, you know, you're also our best two-way forwards. We also need you to hit more. So if you can shoot more, score more, assist more, and hit more, uh, then we'll be even better. 
Do you feel like Zadina is also kind of falling under that, where he's oftentimes got to carry his line, so we need him to shoot more and pass to himself more and defend more because he's the best two-way forward on that line? And follow-up, how many times have we seen him play with Bobby Ryan and Larkin? Just to see what it would look like where it's not, you know, uh, uh, one line member and two guys riding coattails. Matt, your thoughts? Well, the interesting thing is, like, when he's putting these shots on net and sniping over the shoulders, um, it's pretty much clear sailing right in front of him, right? So a, a lot of the arguments for he just needs to shoot the puck more uh, and how easy it is to say that is how many times that he does get the respect. I, I think when you look at this Red Wings lineup, there there's pretty pretty sure shot that there's going to be somebody in front of Zadina. He doesn't always get these open looks. And I, I don't even want to call this an open look. Cause if you, you go back and you watch that replay, um, sure. He's, he's in the circle, but this isn't like the best look. I think a forward wants to get out in front of the net. This is still something where he needed pinpoint accuracy to get that thing uh, into the back of the net. So I, I'm going to say it's kind of layered where the, the skill finally, you know, the skill prevailed here. But he also didn't have anybody in front of him. So to look for those extra shots, I think it's more about the opportunity was there and he took it. So we need whenever that opportunity's there, he's going to take it. Um, and then what was uh, how many times? All right, uh, how many times has he played with Larkin? Well, not a not a numerical Ryan? number, uh, but I just have we seen not, that combination before? I mean, yeah. I mean, throughout the season, we we've seen it. But I mean, I was just gonna wrap it up, and I I knew you you didn't actually want a full number. One, <laughs> but two. I, wait, let me. I okay, get one. Is that uh, game in February? I just no, don't want. Um, I just don't want a follower at home with a, like a Steve Buscemi checklist and. Hmm. <laughs> oh, uh oh, oh! My, my camera was camera. unplugged. Oh no! <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I can still hear you, but um, I'll, I'll throw weird. out there. I'll throw out there. It's, I mean, the answer to your question is just not enough. Oh, there he goes. Bye, Mike. <laughs> well, I know where Mike was going with this, but I, I think ultimately, like we make jokes about the development of Zadina, and we're we're talking about how many how many like top tier how many top six forwards top tier pieces of talent is Zadina playing with around him? And then like you go back to the, the conversation of how, how well he was playing over in Europe and you look at what that talent level was. He was playing against. Oh, Mike's back. Hey Mike, Mike, how are you doing? Um, so <laughs> I think part of it, and I saw the jokes online that maybe you know, for any of these guys that were playing over in Europe and we didn't necessarily see things translate, I think people sarcastically are throwing out that bad habits were created. I, I won't go so far as to say for sure bad habits, but it, it is probably something where the adjustment just, it's, it was tougher to make. And um, I think in the grand scheme, if we're seeing Zadina score goals because he has the open space. I feel like now it's where that adjustment in your head has been made. Like, Oh, I can't pass up a pat. I, I can't pass up a shot right now. I, I know that these don't come too often. And I think that might be where Zadina's making that turn. Uh, you saw after the goals too, like he's immediately turning around. He's talking with Jeff and this isn't me making jokes about development with Jeff. What, I, what I'm saying is, is this, this is something where Zadina, I think, recognized, like, oh, my God, this is what we, we talk about in practice. 
This is what we talk about when we watch video. I was taking advantage of that. He looked like, like he looked like the little kid coming home to tell his parents, like, yeah, no, I remembered how to do that formula so I could get an A on the math test, just like you told me. You know, you do the da da da's and you do the circles, and then that's how you get that's how you get eighty one. Um, you know, like it just looked like he was so excited to talk hockey. It looked, we, we were just making a joke, like, uh, like the game before I made a video of how everybody looked really sad on the bench and then Zadina looked the most sad. Yeah. But that was easily frustration setting in. Um, but I like the excitement. I like that he turned around and talked to, you know, to dad to say, look, I, I did what you told me and it worked. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think, again, like if the adjustment – I think at the start of the season, we said, watch out for Zadina because he's coming in, you know, with a bunch of experience over in Europe. Um, yeah. And he, he's going to come in, you know, already marinated and ready to go. But I, I, I do think, like, the amount of opportunities that he was able to pass up and still score in Europe, um, you know, were a lot greater than what he was going to get over here. And I think the adjustment was, again, now that you're here, you're back. Um, <laughs> the adjustment was take advantage of the, the few that you're going to get. And I, I, I think that's where I'm going to land on the, the Zadina point here. Um, Mike. I love, I love also, that stuff. Um, I, I like Zadina turning around, uh, you know, thank dad, but I do wish that we also had footage of the rest of the bench turning around. When, when are you going to develop me? I want to be developed. <laughs> you know, I want I, two of those. I want two I, of those. I saw by uh, M Live they uh, they're doing a Q and A and it yeah. said um, is is Blashill gonna get fired for his relationship with Anthony Mantha? Now here's problem number one is that M Live didn't say like there's no uh, what evidence do you have? There's a bad relationship. <laughs> Where did that come from? But, right, it, they they were like, well, obviously, look. Mike, Mantha's struggling this season. Clearly, it can't be on the player. It's Man, obviously is, on it's not. This is like a like probably. a it's like a pro wrestling dirt sheet. What come on, I'm live. What's going on here? I know. That that's where I mean you come back uh <laughs> remember when John McCain and, and Barack Obama were um campaigning against each other and they, they go and do those town halls and then John McCain. Oh, that had woman to go. made some some wild claims yeah. and no. Yeah, and, and McCain had to tell the woman, like, he's not a terrorist. He's, he's, what are you he's just about? an American who loves his country. So that's M Live's responsibility <laughs> is to tell everyone, like, no, Jeff Blashill's not taking these guys in the back and spanking him. And I thought one of the best pieces of evidence we got was at the end of that that first period was uh everybody's, you know, going back in the locker room and Jeff actually stopped, grabbed Zadina, and sat out there to talk to him. And it, it had to be one of those things like, you, this is it. This is what we were talking about. You're doing the right things. And I, I just don't – I thought that was a really great moment. And I, I think it, it's so funny to me that uh, one of the things uh, when we brought him in was, oh, he had all this success in Grand Rapids. He's great at developing players. He's, a, he's like a player's coach. But all of a sudden, we've transformed that identity because yeah. we lack talent. We've transformed that identity that he's a player's coach into – Ah, uh, the players players clearly hate him because we're not above 500 right now. Um, I don't. Why am I going on another parade? I, 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 I just. Uh, I, I, I really like, enjoyed that moment. I do uh, admire your meme making skills, so I do want you to do a, an M, a special edition M Live version of uh, 
that white couple walking down the street and then the new hot thing walks by, you know, and that could be Zadina. And then the dude is Flash and poor Mantha going. So I'm looking forward to that one. Um, but we can uh, we can move on here uh, besides uh, Zadina and Blashel gossip. Uh, <laughs> well, a quick, we got our, uh, quick mention, our, our points uh, points per 60 leader, Mike, uh, Evgeny Svechnikov. Team team leader in points per 60, uh, also with an assist, uh, playing against his bro. Uh, so just, you know, it's cute. It's it's yeah. good for Svech. I, I think he's just playing himself onto this team in a, in a regular Matt, We went spot. over this. His nickname is Cough. Oh, right. <laughs> what if we, can we go to Neh at some point during the season? We probably will. Neh. The Knights of Neh. All right. Um, sorry. Another. Is that what we're going to call his fans? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Red Wings, do you want to go into the uh, upcoming schedule? Oh, before we do that, we have uh, a new show on the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, it's a Chicago Blackhawks show. So, uh, you know. Yeah. Boo. Right. But here it is. What's up, everybody? It's Jaren from the Hockey Podcast Network's newest show the Windy City Benders podcast. My co-host Tanner and I bring our unique takes on Blackhawks hockey. Us on the show have been a, a pro Carlton guy. for He's the right coach for the situation. Giving it to our rivals. That's one of the things that kind of sucks. I wish we would have had the Blues in our division this year because our trash. As well as bringing in some guests from the NHL. Please welcome to the show goaltender Scott Darling. The Eagle himself, Ed Belfort. Brian Bickle. David Boland. Letter Kenny. The, the show started out with uh, basically a, a beer league hockey team. And anybody who loves the game. Find us on all your favorite podcast apps, the Hockey Podcast Network website, and on social media at WCB Podcasts. And we're back. All right. Uh, Mike, I, I have a fun question for you. Um, yeah. Was that a Scrubs <laughs> reference, by the way? Was that oh, a doctor? Yeah, you know, I was that a Dr. Was. Kelsey? Was, yeah. And we're back. Uh, it definitely <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. Uh, but I think I've just been saying that so many times throughout my life that that's, yeah. that's what happened there. Another uh, reference Mike, for two people. I, well, go ahead. <laughs> uh, before we get everybody set up for uh, big games against. Um, the Tampa Bay. Are we going to do the prospect uh, talk? I thought. No, we're going to play. Jim. Oh no, it's starting. <laughs> All righty, Mike. Time to play. Be the GM. It's been a I'm while. Ready. Uh. You know, it's actually yes, almost time for Iserman to play the GM uh, because the trade deadline is upon you, my friend. <laughs> so here's here's us. Uh, I'm kind of cheating a little bit because you can look at this from a fan perspective, but uh, I ask right. you to try and look at it from a GM's perspective. Mike, if you could pick pick one to finish out the season, this is just to tell you that you've done a good job improving this team. Right. Uh, Here's, here's your four options. Uh, Zadina finishes the season with 30 points. So right now, uh, how many games do we have? 25. Uh, so that means, or no, we have 26. Uh, so we have another 30 games. Yeah, 56-game <clears throat> season. Yeah. Right, and Zadina's sitting at eight points right now. So that that's not quite a point per game, but he he's doing he's going to have a pretty hot finish, right? Uh, Svechnikov pops 10 goals. 
I think that's a pretty good story considering this isn't a full season. Uh, so he's got nine more uh, to come. Uh, uh, Red Wings play uh, at 500 for the rest of the season. So we sit where we are now. Rest of the season, we're winning every other game. And uh, the final one here, Mike, Mantha scores over a point per game pace. So all of a sudden, Mantha turns it on. He's playing like Mantha, the Mantha we thought we were going to get. And of course, Mike, that would definitely put him back in range of where he's been the last few seasons at that 0.84, I think, points per game. So if uh, if you want, I can recap real quick. And of course, anybody watching, Please let us know in the comments. Hit me. Uh, Zadina finishes with 30 points. Sveshnikov pops 10 goals. Red Wings play at 500. So I, I would say at least at 500 if they go above. Sure, could happen. And uh, or or Mantha scores uh, over a point per game pace. And and remember, what you're picking here is the guarantee that this happens. That's not to say that the others don't. All right, I'm gonna cheat a little bit and pick two of them because if there's some way Mother. we can have our first Martin San Luis trade, Matt, if we could get Mantha. And draft capital, and maybe a prospect that we're lukewarm on for Eichel. Red Wings go 500. Mantha, he could still get his his point per game. Uh, let him go get that somewhere else because I don't know what's going on in Detroit. <laughs> Matt, I'm picking that. It's not going to happen, but uh, you said I get my pick of the litter, and I think that happens if you bring aboard Jack Eichel. Okay, Mike. Uh, I've just Jack been Eichel informed. Has... I've been released from the show. All right, got it. Thank you. <laughs> He's got 82 points in 77 games, 78 points in 68 games from 2018 to 2020. And this season, he's 17 points in 20 games. This, this is all done on the Buffalo Sabres team. Yeah. Uh, he fills a big hole for any team in regards to being a center. And, Mike, you think we're, we're giving up a bundle. I, he he's trendy right now, but if you think we're getting Jack Eichel, I I just I'm a this, mad this man. isn't gonna be about this isn't gonna be about Anthony Manta. This is gonna be Lucas Raymond getting into the conversation, more insider into the conversation. Like this is I'm hoping gonna be, that we can uh, do one of those classic baseball trades where you keep your top two and three prospects, but we'll give you prospects four, five, six, seven, and eight. And a guy who's got NHL experience. What? Like, but uh, this, this is also this, a move. Like Eichel. This is yeah, also a move where they're like tired of Eichel. Like, you know what, man? You're done. We're going to take these four, five, six, and seven prospects from the wings. We're going to take Mantha. We're going to revive them. We're going to make them Saturday Night Live again. And you know what? We're going to punish you and send your ass to Detroit. Boom. What do you think of that? Have fun in the toilet of the league. Yeah. So I think it's also kind of a, I, uh, know, like a, a Batman backhand slap uh, to Jack. Yeah, the, the kiss of death, I think, for him sticking around on the team was the GM coming out this week. Uh, actually, just two days ago and saying uh, Eichel has not requested a trade. He's here forever. Like, it, it was just, it's like, oh, okay. So he is being traded. He's just jacking that's, up the value. That's, he he that's wants prospects seven that. and eight from the Red Wings. Just jack it up, man. <laughs>
Now, uh, I, I'm going to sit here and say, too, if I if I could pick anything, or if I could make sure nothing happens, or one of these things don't happen. There we go. God damn. Yeah. Talking's hard. Uh, it's the Red Wings playing at 500. I really don't want that to happen. I, you I, know what? I think if anything. No. Yeah. No. I'm you pushing back because we saw what happens when you're in the toilet. You get the number four pick. So what you want to do, <laughs> you want to move to move the team to New York and be like the 10th worst team. And then you get the top picks. How's that? We tried it the right way, Matt. We tried to so do a sneak. I, we tried to do a sneaky snake COVID redraft, but no, nobody wanted to vote for that except Iserman. There's one vote in that ballot box. Nobody cared about <laughs> us. I'm sure Ottawa was right there with us. Um, so here, here, the one I, I agree with you though, I would definitely pick Mantha scores over a point per game pace. Like that, that is something where if you want more options available to you, you want his point total to be up. Um, yeah. Zadina finishing the season with 30 points is probably like the, the most, um, it's like the vanity pick, right? It's, it's like, oh, that'd be sexy to see on the stat sheet for the end of the season, but it, it yeah. really does nothing for, for anybody. And we know that Zadina, if he fails the rest of the season, we're not tossing him out. He's still sticking around. And we always get to say like, well, the season doesn't count. It's COVID. There's so many different things going on mentally for all these players. So yeah. I just chalk it up to season doesn't count. And uh, the one that would also hurt us, I would say, is Fetch popping in 10 because we got to think about a contract for that guy. So I think that one would look nice. But if we're going to say, does it affect anybody? I think it helps Fetch go into those contract negotiations and say, look, you should have been playing me all last year. This is just you making the wrong choice. Uh, I'm back for my injuries. I'm good to go. Look at what I did to this power play. Let's light it up. And, you know, and that's that's that. So. I think, you know, again, that would be fun to see. But if, if there's one thing I would pick to finish out the season out of those four things, I'm, I'm sticking with Mantha. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, Mike, uh, do you have a who's that Pokemon for this week? Uh, this week's episode, there was not, uh, not going to be one. It was kind of tough to uh, find any quotes without any games being played. Uh, <laughs> there's just not, there's not a good... Uh, not a good candidate this week, so we're gonna have to wait till the next episode. It well, I, I I think it's fair to admit now I did a fair bit of cheating uh, this week, and I read through everything that happened on Thursday to try and get the up on Mike. So figures that uh, the one week I do that, Mike decides not to play. So, anyways, Mike, we've got uh, <laughs> Tuesday and Thursday Tampa Bay Lightning coming in. Uh, you ready for this list, Mike? Uh, uh, Matt, let me. Let me uh, just throw something in there. Uh, we're yeah. recording on March 7th, which is Hockey Day in America. My God, we're going to celebrate hockey with a quadruple header. So I know we have the lightning coming to town. Matt, let me tell you how they bill this uh, this quadruple header. You ready? Yep. Anders Lee and the Islanders take on future Red Wing Jack Eichel and the Buffalo Sabres. Then at 2.30, Matt, led by defenseman Ryan McDonough, the defending Woo! Stanley Cup champion Lightning face off against my boy, another future Red Wing, Patrick Kane and the Blackhawks. And then Charlie McAvoy and the Charlie McAvoy and the Bruins, I guess. Play host of who should have been a Red Wing. Matt Lewis for Hughes himself, Jack Hughes. Gentleman Jack Hughes of the Devils. And then Chris Kreider of the Rangers. That's that's the guy you're excited about. 
not Lafreniere. Man, they take on the greatest player in NHL history and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Man, of course, Jake Gensel. Don't call me Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, but, man, <laughs> I'm stunned that Ryan McDonough is the tagline for this Tampa Bay Lightning game. Um, is he I, the point-per-game defenseman on their team? Nope. Is he uh, the leader of their top top number four power play in the whole league? The guy. The guy. With, is he uh, the leader in save percentage? No. <laughs> none of those things, man. Oh, you, how did Ryan McDonough get up there? You absolutely can't put a goaltender on there. Let oh, me throw this imagine? out there. Is this why, Matt? Is this why? Is it because it's goddamn America Day? And Ryan McDonough is American. Is that why? Oh, that went right over my head. Is that why all of those guys were picked? It could I, be. I, you might have to go through that list again. <laughs> Don't. But I, I'm just. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's that. That was such a confusing list because I started to think like, well, if you're gonna talk about Jack Hughes, why aren't you doing Lafreniere for the yeah. Rangers? But yeah, I guess that. that uh, all right, so I'm. I'm uh, I'm thoroughly confused as as to what's going on there, but uh, Mike, uh, with the Tampa Bay Lightning coming in, uh, I just so we're talking about a team with they're leading the Central right now, leading the league in goals for per game, eighth in power play, second in penalty kill, best shot and save percentage in the league. Victor had been 22 points in 22 games, as you mentioned. Stamkos, Point, Andre Palat, all fighting for that point per game pace. So I. I mean, they're all, like, right there. They're, like, a couple of points away. And, of yeah. course, Vasilevsky, a 942 save percentage, 1.66 goals against <sighs> average. Um, Mike, I, you know, we talked about it in the last episode. It, it was it was kind of like, well, if you can't sneak one away from Carolina, it just gets harder from there because then we have another two games against Carolina. We've got these two against Tampa. And, of course, the uh, runner-up to the Stanley Cup, uh, Dallas Stars. So they're not having such a great start, the Stars, but I, I would still say if we go back and look at the start of the season um, and those power play goals we loved giving up to Dallas, um, yeah. like this could be a rough six games. And when we talked about on our Be the GM, would you want to look at a 500 finish to the rest of the season? I mean, that would that would mean some, some juicy monumental achievement that would be. Oh my God. <laughs> This is so, a murderer's and, row coming up here. Where where's those back-to-back -back Chicago Blackhawk nights? Not us having the back-to-back. -back. I just want game two for Chicago and us on a four-day break. Where are those Ottawa games at? Let's stop playing all the best teams in the NHL. My God. Um, yeah, it's funny. Like um, we we this division was kind of made fun of, uh, and I think it was it was because Nashville, Chicago, and Detroit. Yeah. But really, it's just I mean this just just Chicago is playing. Well, I think some people are trying to find all the holes analytically uh, yeah. with the Blackhawks. If if you take a look at like their expected goals, uh, they're actually worse than us. The expected goals for percentage, um, but according to Natural Stat Trick, uh, but uh, I, Mike, this this division couldn't have been set up. I don't know, better, worse, in in regards to the Red Wings. Uh, it, it's just sure. We're going to add to everybody's point total and wins, but goddamn, like, did we have to, do we have to face the team with the top goaltender, top defenseman, uh, probably, I mean, just think, just think of Kucherov was here this season. Like this, oh my this God. probably 
went into the decision making for Cooch. I, 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 I am not fully versed in what exactly was going on with his situation and skipping the season, but I'm sure Tampa was like, "Yeah, that's fine, man. Go for it. <laughs> we don't. We'll see you in the playoffs, or we'll see you next season. We'll go for three cups. It's fine." Um. So, long story short, here, Mike. Uh, I mean, a lot of things are going to have to go our way for this. For this to, uh, uh, I don't know, finish in our favor. I, how, how do we want to put this? This, this, this is just going to be a scary week. Because um, this, this is every, this is our nightmare from top to bottom. I mean, you, you've got a strong power play team. You've got a great goaltender. Uh, and now that we're scoring on the power play, you've got the second best penalty kill in the league coming in. And like they, they have a high shot percentage. So even if we hold them down with these low events, statistically for any team in the league, the most likely to still destroy us is Tampa Bay. So uh, are we really like, is anybody listening to this and going, Oh my God, Tampa's good. No, but uh, just kind of one of those things like um, you, we're going up the hill, Mike on the roller coaster. So, so you got to get your warning. You know, this is what that is. Brace. Race for impact. Uh, and, and what stinks is the minus 11 goal differential in our last three games. Um, might might not be seeing the brakes hit on, on that. Um, but, yeah, Mike, you look you look puzzled. Um, you look concerned. What? Uh, I, uh, no, either, I, you're, I just... either you're looking at something else and you're, you're faking it. No, I, I just... Real. Like you said about you know Chicago's um, what was the what was the deep cut analytics that people are using to undermine what Chicago's achieving this season with some of the like almost I mean, like three three full lines of prospects plus Patrick Kane um, and they're just peppering the NHL with power play goals. I, I don't know why they're so quick to try and like like undermine it when they're they're doing so well. It's a team. If I was in Chicago, I'd be pretty excited. Um, and they're not bad. They're a top ten team right now. Uh, point wise, um, and it's not a bunch of cheapy, you know, I, I wouldn't call them, you know, overtime points. They're, they're, they're winning. They're winning when they're out there. They're scoring. I, I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't be so quick to like, just let them just watch the games. What are, what are we doing? Is it just us? Is it like, you know, you know, uh, uh, the, 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 the toilet of the league that's, Looking up at a at a turd that's you know floating a little bit higher and being jealous. I don't know if the Blackhawks are going to win the cup, but I I wouldn't be you know upset about a, a turd that's you know floating a little bit higher in the ball. I I, I wouldn't do that, Matt. I, I'm I'm full of envy. That's what I am. I'm full of envy when I look at Chicago, and well, they come is, to town and their and their gameplay is, is fun. This is certainly what Red Wings fans tuned in to hear was uh, the the defense that the Blackhawks are having a splendid season. <laughs> No, and I, I actually did say I, I stated that incorrectly. Like after the last game, now the Blackhawks have a better expected goals percentage than us, uh, but uh, only by a smidgen. Uh, but it, it is still uh, far and away uh, their 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 game to lose in regards to just expected goals against. So they they are at least supposed to be giving up more goals than we are. Uh, but the, I mean, the argument is like they beat us, and they yeah. beat. Nashville, they beat, you know, they're not really having a rough go at it. Um, and this this is an argument. Um, you know, what are we doing? It's the Chicago- Fuck the Blackhawks. What are we doing? Why, why are we defending them? What the hell know. is going on? 
Who I just cares? think they have a they have a lot of young players, and you know maybe they could make more room and ice time for them if they uh, traded Patrick Kane over to Arsenal. Mike, you can download NHL 21 today, and you can make that trade. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I can't wait. Zadina, yeah, big do it. No, not, I wouldn't do that to him. Uh, Matt, fun fact here while we're talking about Jack Eichel uh, becoming a future Red Wing. Have you seen the standings recently? Yeah. The NHL league-wide? Like who the yeah, worst team in the league is? Um, okay. It's not us. I mean, it kind of is. But point one. I mean, it's us for all intents and purposes. It's us because we've played twenty six games, and we have. They're probably going to go by points percentage this year. I I guarantee it. Even if you do, oh, we're still screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Catch the numbers again. You know what? I think percentages are overrated. I just want point total. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and make that argument. Um. But. For our, for the second for the second poop joke um, of this episode, Matt, if you have one percent of your cereal has poop in it, one hundred percent of your cereal has poop in it. All right. So, that- um, so is the argument. It doesn't matter if we have less points or more points than Buffalo right now. If we, still if we have season. yeah, if we if we have slightly. <laughs> Less, if we have slightly more poop, they also have poop in their bowl, so it doesn't really matter, well, and that's why they should give us Eichel on a discount. Well, here's here's a fun. I mean, if we're going to talk worst team in the league, uh, Buffalo at a minus twenty in goal differential. Mike Detroit minus thirty three. Woo! But we've played more games, so they could still catch oh, up to us, Matt. Good call. You're right. You're right. Got four games for them to catch up with. Um, <laughs> All right, this episode's going off the rails. I apologize. Yep. I just, you know, it happens. When you're you're losing your mind in another humdrum, you know, awful season, it happens. We're at 42 right. minutes, Matt. We're Pokemon yeah. free. Is it over? Yeah, we could, we could wrap it up. Let's sell off. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Um, right. Once we started talking about, oh, the Blackhawks are, are good this year, and the Buffalo Sabres are worse than us. So I think that's where it is. <laughs> Uh, that poor train just crashed into a building and yeah, off the rails is the reference there. Okay. Uh, Any whoozles, everybody, thanks for tuning in. It's uh, at BOD Hockey on Twitter, brothers underscore of underscore discussion on Instagram. Find us at BODpodcast.com, brothers of discussion.com for both of those slash Red Wings rant. You find all the shows and the blogs and the game previews and all that fun stuff. Uh, Mike, again, still. Those game previews doing pretty good on our YouTube channel, but don't forget to check out that YouTube channel if you're not there yet. And uh, hit the old subscribe button. It does us a world of good. And uh, final mention, uh, if you go to BODpodcast.com, uh, on the uh, homepage is our, sh- our shop link. So just hit the shop page and uh, check out all of our cool stuff. Uh, we've got uh, mugs and uh, shirts, hoodies. Here's, here's the Brothers of Discussion logo. Uh, of course, yep. that's in reference to our wrestling show. Mike, uh, big AEW show tonight um any last second guesses for uh, AEW's big surprise for wrestling fans out there it's gonna be a hall of famer man welcome aboard you're gonna be disappointed I, I'm just gonna temper works. expectations I want it to be Kota I want it to be Kota Ibushi it's not gonna be it's gonna be Kurt Angle or Bret Hart and I'm gonna cry 
Yep. I totally agree with that. All right, everybody, enjoy. Uh, well, I guess yeah, this isn't wrestling, but uh, there's there's that. But uh, <laughs> wait till Tuesday for hockey. Okay. Yeah. Oh, where the hell am I going? All right, bye everybody. <laughs>